Welcome to Quarantine. I am so excited to discuss today's topic, how pets alleviate stress. This has so much to do with psychology and it's fascinating to research. We will jump into it in a minute, but first, let's begin this episode with one minute of headlines to update you on the world around us. One, NBC News started off this Tuesday by stating, video shows how Colorado restaurant packed on Mother's Day, its license since suspended. Two, New York Post reported ex-pastor goes on run with TV to make point about Ahmed Arbery shooting. Three, earlier today, the Washington Post claimed Trump narrowly outraised Biden in April, but, main, but maintains significant cash lead. World news. One, NPR informed readers that Wuhan to conduct citywide testing after new coronavirus cases emerge. Coronavirus live updates. The Washington Post, this is two, published an American student was thrown from a cliff in 1988. Now Australian police have arrested a subject. Three, Fox News discussed how five coronavirus, five coronavirus patients on ventilators die in Russian hospital fire. 150 evacuated, report. Business news, one, Kramer on Elon Musk's fight with California. It's time to open up that factory, in, uh, claimed CNBC Television. Sports news. According to ESPN, Passan's 20 questions. Why financial battle over 2020 MLB season is about to get really, really ugly. Other news. And finally, people informed us that woman who beats virus finally meets her newborn. Now, let's jump into the episode. Animals are amazing creatures. Not only are they able to communicate amongst themselves, they are also able to help humans. Today, we are going to be discussing various ways animals help humans, but focusing especially on how they relieve our stress. What is stress? Stress is how a body reacts to a difficult situation. Cleveland Clinic also discusses how stress might not always be something negative, saying, You can experience stress from your environment, your body, and your thoughts. Even positive life, such as a promotion, a mortgage, or the birth of a child, produce stress. How does it impact us? WebMD says, if you're constantly under stress, you can have physical symptoms, such as headaches and an upset stomach, high blood pressure, chest pain, and problems with sex and sleep. Stress can also lead to emotional problems, depression, panic attacks, or other forms of anxiety and worry. It's not just the stress itself that's the problem, it's how you respond to it. For instance, if you smoke, use drugs, overeat, gamble, spend too much, or have risky sex, that's going to cause more problems. If you think that the way that you're handling life, life stress is taking a toll on your physical health, talk to your doctor so you can start making changes that will be good for your body and your mind. So, while you may show physical and mental symptoms, coping mechanisms often make this worse and it can lead to overdosing. Um, so now we're going to move on to how do pets read humans? Well, BBC has recently reported on how cats have been discovered to understand human emotions like dogs do. Although it's unclear if all pets, reptiles, birds, etc. can do this, the two most common can. The text states, when faced with a smiling owner, the cats were significantly more likely to perform positive behavior, such as purring, rubbing, or sitting on the owner's lap. They also seemed to want to spend more time close to their owners when they were smiling than when the owner was frowning. Dogs have been domesticated a long time. 
A 2015 genetic study suggested that the process began over 30,000 years ago. In contrast, domestic cats first appeared around 10,000 years ago, probably in the Middle East. Dogs' stronger responses to our emotional gestures could have arisen simply because they have longer they have had longer to adapt to life with humans. This suggests that the longer an animal is exposed to humans and is domesticated, the more likely they are able to communicate and understand us. It's kind of the same vice versa. Do pets alleviate stress? Yes, pets do alleviate stress. To prove this, I'm going to read parts of an article from Washington State University. This is the first study that has demonstrated reductions in students' cortisol levels during a real-life intervention rather than in a laboratory setting. The study involved 249 college students randomly divided into four groups. The first group received hands-on interaction in small groups with cats and dogs for 10 minutes. They could pet, play with, and generally hang out with the animals as they wanted. To compare effects of different exposures to animals, the second group observed other people petting animals while they waited in line for their turn. The third group watched a slideshow of the same animals available during the intervention, while the fourth group was waitlisted. Those students waited for their turn quietly for 10 minutes without their phones, reading materials, or other stimuli, but were told they could experience animal interactions soon. Several salivary cortisol samples were collected from each participant, starting in the morning when they woke up. Once all the data was crunched from various samples, the students who interacted directly with the pets showed significantly less cortisol in their saliva after the interaction. These results were found even while considering that some students may have had very high or low levels to begin with. We already knew that the students enjoy interacting with animals and that it helps them experience more positive emotions, Pendry said. What we wanted to learn was whether this exposure would help students reduce their stress in a less subjective way. And it did, which is exciting, because the reduction of stress hormones may, over time, have significant benefits for physical and mental health. Now Pendry and her team are continuing this work by examining the impact of a four-week-long animal-assisted stress prevention program. Preliminary results are very positive with a follow-up study showing that the findings of the recently published work hold up. They hope to publish the result of that work in the near future. Thank you to Washington State University for explaining this. Also, there are other ways to tell that pets alleviate stress. For example, there are therapy dogs. The Alliance of Therapy Dogs says dogs make such an effective therapy animals because of their sensitivities towards human emotions. They have been proven time and time again to show sympathy and empathy by nuzzling or whining when they sense a human is sad or, in general, emotional distress. Therapy dogs often visit places with vulnerable populations of people, such as nursing homes, hospitals, or colleges, college campuses, to soothe stress patients and students. Therapy dogs are even brought into the corporate workplace, where they make employees feel less stressed and more productive. Their roles vary from actively participating in physical rehabilitation therapy to giving children with learning disabilities the confidence to read out loud and improve their reading skills. Some work exclusively in one field, such as one, <laughs> such as one a particularly campus or building. Clearly, these dogs are designed to do this. Along with dogs, there are other emotional, um, emotional support animals, like cats, mini horses, alligators, bearded dragons, birds, and even more than that. Animals certainly do make a difference, even alligators, in the relief of stress. You may be thinking, wow, that's great, pets definitely relieve stress, but how? Well, that is our next point. Pets for Patriots says, studies have shown that even small interactions with dogs cause the human brain to release 
oxytocin, a hormone often referred to as the cuddle chemical. Oxytocin increases feelings of relaxation, trust, and empathy while reducing stress and anxiety. That warm and fuzzy feeling when you get you get when you cuddle with your pooch? Oxytocin. Research published in the journal Science in 2015 reported that simply gazing into each other's eyes causes a tremendous spike in oxytocin levels in both dogs and dog guardians. Of the duos that had spent the greatest amount of time looking into each other's eyes, both male and female dogs experienced a 130% rise in oxytocin levels, and male and female owners a 300% increase. Essentially, when you interact with a pet, you whether you are looking into their eyes or petting them, you will experience an increase in oxytocin, and this results in you feeling happier. Does oxytocin make you feel less stressed? According to the U.S. National Library of Medicine and the National Institutes of Health, Oxytocin can induce anti-stress-like effects, such as the reduction of blood pressure and cortisol levels. It increases pain thresholds, exerts an anxiolytic-like effect, and stimulates various types of positive social interaction. In addition, it promotes growth and healing. Due to this oxytocin, your your heart beats a little slower and it allows you to take deep breaths, feeling calmer. Alright, so now I'm going to quote your hormones. Uh, dot com, not your actual hormones, and hopefully I don't butcher these words. <laughs> Oxytocin is produced in the hypothalamus and is secreted in the bloodstream by the posterior pituitary gland. Secretion depends on the electrical activity of neurons in the hypothalamus. It is released into the blood when these cells are excited. The two main actions of oxytocin in the body are contraction of the womb or uterus during childbirth and lactation. Oxytocin, oxytocin stimulates the uterine muscles to contract and also increases production of prostaglandins, which increase the contractions further. More recently, oxytocin has been suggested to be an important player in social behavior. In the brain, oxytocin acts as a chemical messenger and has been shown to be important in human behaviors, including sexual arousal, recognition, trust, anxiety, and mother-infant bonding. As a result, oxytocin has been called the love hormone or cuddle chemical. Many research projects are undertaken looking at the role of oxytocin in addition, brain injury, anorexia, and stress, among other topics. So clearly, oxytocin has its own use when it comes to uteruses and whatnot, but it definitely has an effect on the brain as well. The website also discusses what could happen if you don't have enough oxytocin. Please note that nothing has yet been confirmed, and this might not be right, but this is just what people have noticed. Low oxytocin levels have been linked to autism and autistic spectrum disorders, like Asperger syndrome, uh, syndrome, and those are a key element of disorders being poor social functioning. Some scientists believe oxytocin can be treated to used to treat these disorders. In addition, low oxytocin has been linked to depressive symptoms, and it has been proposed as a treatment for depressive disorders. However, there is not enough evidence at present to support its use for any of these conditions. Additionally, Medical News Today discusses oxytocin as psychiatric therapy, saying oxytocin may also play a role in anger management. Research has indicated that certain polymorphisms of the (laughs) oxytocin receptor, or OXTR gene, are associated with an increased tendency to react angrily in situations. In particular, differences in OXTR gene expression appear to affect the regulation of the relationships between alcohol and aggressive behavior. So, clearly, oxytocin has a very big role in our lives. 
Does oxytocin help with anxiety? The U.S. National Library of Medicine and the National Institute of Health, again, says the following. Um, Inoxytocin has been shown to have anxiolytic anxiety, basically, effects, likely mediated by effects on the limbic system, including modulation of serotonin activity within the amygdala, within which oxytocin receptors are dense. Oxytocin has been shown to promote fear extinction recall Fear extinction, a call a critical mechanism of exposure-based therapies. Oxytocin has been found to reduce amygdala activation and modulation of... Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oxy- okay. Oxytocin has also been found to reduce amygdala activation and modulation of autonomic fear and a response to stimuli that were aversively conditioned. Meta-analytic findings suggest that oxytocin increases activity in prefrontal cortical areas that mediate emotion regulation and fear inhibition. Oxytocin has also been found to increase connectivity between the amygdala and prefrontal areas responsible for fear inhibition and decrease activity between the amygdala and brainstem regions implicated in autonomic and behavioral manifestations of fear. However, Oxytocin has also been shown to enhance fear conditioning when administered before the conditioning phase to potentiate acoustic startle responses to negative social stimuli and to impede response to a single session exposure treatment for arachnophobia. So that's basically just a long way of saying, yes, oxytocin does help with anxiety. Um, It's been linked to uh, helping fear, but sometimes it doesn't. But most of the time it does. Anywho, let's do a quick review. So now we're going to do a quick review. The longer that an animal is domesticated, the more likely they will be able to understand human emotion. This is how therapy pets work. Yes, pets do alleviate stress. You can see this from various studies, including one from Washington State University. The way that pets do this is by human-animal contact. This releases a chemical in the person's brain called oxytocin, resulting in lower blood pressure and other de-stressing symptoms. But I still have one question. Do we do the same thing for pets? Yes. Pets or humans do alleviate pet stress. The Guardian says, Interestingly, dogs respond with an oxytocin surge not only when interacting with another, but also, unlike nearly all other animals, when interacting with humans. A similar phenomenon occurs with cats. One small-scale study suggests that cats do receive an oxytocin burst upon being petted by their owners, so there may be love there, but it reflects one-fifth of the amount seen in dogs. If anything sums up cats, it's this. Your pets do love you, and they feel better when you are around as well as you feel. Wait, that doesn't make any sense. They feel better when they are around you as well. If they are stressed, it's most likely because you aren't there. Humans and pets are meant to be together, and everyone benefits. That's it.